From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Monday, August 21st. I'm Sarah Reith. At the first meeting following a proposal for Life After the Potter Valley Project, participants talked about money, conservation, water rights, and what to do next. At the end of July, Sonoma Water, the Mendocino County Inland Water and Power Commission, and the Round Valley Indian Tribes made a proposal to PG&E about how to continue diverting water from the Eel River into the Russian River without Scott Dam, and with a new kind of infrastructure where Cape Horn Dam is now. They hope that PG&E will include their proposal in its draft plan for decommissioning the project, which it will submit to regulators in November. The three groups agreed to form a regional entity that could legally take on the water right and manage the diversion. But the other members of the Russian River Water Forum, a large group of representatives from interests in the Eel and Russian River watersheds, were not involved in the negotiations with PG&E. Some, though not all, feel blindsided. Janet Polly of the Inland Water and Power Commission responded. We were not under the impression that there was an alternative to what we did. We believe that the discussion with PG&E needed to be on their terms and their timeline. We also believe that there's nothing in our proposal that's at odds with the goal of attaining the two-basin solution as we understood it. And those goals continue to be uh, water supply certainty and fish passage. I really believe that moving forward, and we'll have to find a way to engage with stakeholders and agencies on this. I mean, we've been attempting to do that, particularly with the agencies at this point. But if we get support from stakeholders and the agencies, the faster the process will move forward, assuming PG&E accepts the proposal that they currently have in front of them. Matt Clifford, a staff attorney with the environmental advocacy group Trout Unlimited, said he wasn't sure it's even worthwhile to continue with the forum. And he questioned the sense of urgency that's arisen with a proposal that has to hew so closely to the timeline imposed upon PG&E by FERC, the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission. It's not a given that this has to take place even as part of the FERC process, right? We've got a decommissioning schedule now. PG&E can come in. They're going to remove, you know, express a desire to remove everything from the river. But there are, you know, there are alternatives here that allow for a continued diversion after that. Right. And there's no reason we can't proceed in the way that allows PG&E to carry out, you know, kind of its announced intentions. And the question is, how do we build a diversion after that? And so the kind of that, you know, idea that this is the one shot or this is, you know, to create that urgency around that, I just don't think is correct. Erica Costa, a lawyer with Berkey Williams, which represents the Round Valley Indian tribes, laid out her client's priorities. Another um, important piece here is that the fish migration and the diversions will be on conditions mutually agreed upon by um, the proponents of the proposal that protect the fishing rights and water rights of the Round Valley Indian tribes. Vivian Hellowell, the Watershed Conservation Director for the Pacific Coast Federation of Fishermen's Associations, is also concerned about fishing. I see, you know, some allowance or, you know, new recognition of the need for a harvestable surplus for the Round Valley tribe. I don't know if that includes, you know, a conversation about the huge economic sport fishery and commercial fishery that relied on the fish from this river and the great economic losses that have occurred from those fisheries going down. I don't know if this is going to be enough. I don't know if this forum is going to help us get where we need to go. Hallowell, too, was aggrieved about the fact that she didn't know the negotiation was taking place with PG&E. 
But Nicole Whipple, a Yuki member of the Round Valley Tribes and an intern with the conservation group Save California Salmon, said the proposal was foreseeable, even to a newcomer like her. To me, being the short time that I've been in working in these projects, it's always been clear to me that the idea from the two basin solution moving forward was always about a diversion. And I've always known that I've been on the opposition, again, always supportive of my tribal council and a tribal member ability to voice them. I don't agree with the diversion. So I don't feel like we're being blindsided in any way. Matt Myers of the California Department of Fish and Wildlife wanted to make sure it's clear that his agency has not taken a position at this time. I just wanted to make the comment because I've heard a couple of times and also in the press release that we have been consulted with. Our staff is participating in the technical meetings for the diversion, but that's from a technical input level. It shouldn't be extrapolated to that as either support or, or not support of a certain uh, proposal or or diversion. Bree Clotter of Redwood Valley asked the lawyers for the Inland Water and Power Commission and Sonoma Water the questions that everyone wants answered. Yeah, I was just wondering if there's been any response at all from PG&E regarding the proposal, and if not, uh, is there any idea what sort of time frame we can expect? Will we hear something from them before they um, uh, submit the initial draft? PG&E has not told us whether they will include this in the in their proposal. We have not had an official communication to, to that. pg e has indicated that uh, it will start negotiating with the regional entity when the regional entity is formed. Uh, until that time, we hope to have further informal discussions with pg e to learn more. But would that does that mean that they will engage in discussions with a uh, an entity if we form one? They haven't indicated a time frame for making a decision on the proposal that the that we have submitted, and they haven't given us an answer yet. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org.